Let's go, baby. It is the funnest football card community show you are going to see. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. And today we're talking about the off-season grind, baby. We might even get into some XFL, USFL kind of stuff. If you have your Josh Gordon cards ready, make sure you have them <laughs> listed, baby. But a little bit later, we're going to give you some plays of the week, hobby tips of the week, and uh, our general question. We do it to start every episode. Andy, are you sending cards in right now to get graded by anybody? I, I, I do. I need to, man, but I'm not currently doing it because I want to be very careful on which ones I do send in. I really want right. to make sure I get a 10 because right. from everything that I've seen, if I get an eight or a nine, it's not worth my time. I'm going to tell you this. All right. And this is just how I feel from going to the shows that I've been to and speaking to the people that I've spoken to. I think more people are content with their cards being in a one touch. I love some of my cards that just sit in one touches. In fact, most of my favorite cards are in just a one touch. And there's never really been a desire, Andy, for me to just send some of my big PC cards just to be put in a slab just for the sake of it. So for me, Andy, would I prefer my cards to be in a slab? Absolutely, freaking lootly But I'm also not the most patient person in the world. Uh, I, I, you know, I see all these horror stories of, like Chad says right here, he currently has 44. I couldn't imagine having 44 of my cards uh, just currently taken up at PSA. It obviously, Andy, comes down to your goals. But for me, as I've just matured in the hobby, uh, I'm fine with some of my favorite cards just being in a one touch. Yeah, me too. Because especially when you look at the, the scarcity of the more rare cards, like the grade becomes less and less important, especially on right. ultra modern cards, because like a lot of times it's a coin flip on getting a 10. And if you don't get the 10, it's like, this is a one of one card with an on card rookie autograph or whatever. It's gold out of 10. It's like, it's still going to be super popular. Oh, yeah. Arguably, just as popular or more popular than if it had a, like a nine or an eight associated with it instead of the coveted, beautiful, perfect 10, you know? So I'm going to be honest now that I think about it. And a lot of these cards are in the background. Most of my favorite cards are in one touches, right? Like for me, here's just a good example. Um, you know, I'm a big Marcus Colston fan, right? And I have one of his prism gold 2012 cards and you know, I, I've gotten offers on that card and I've said no, but let's just say a big one comes in. I don't want to say, hey, it's currently, you know, being graded, you know, in a completely different time zone for me. And I don't know when I actually get it back. And Andy, I know you have done uh, quite a few group submissions yourself. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just a big believer in just keeping a card in a one touch. Um so I am uh, rolling solo for a little bit here. Andy, of course, um, got called in uh, to take care of something just now. So um, I will take any of your football card collecting and investing questions. And I'm used to flying solo. Derek is one of my Power Hour LSU uh, diehards. So feel free to fly in questions. The only thing I won't be able to do is put your comment up on the screen. Shadi, good to see you. I am doing fantastic. Uh, it's good to see 
um, this card community grow. Don't forget, if you want to support Andy and me, click the link down below for Card Shop Live, okay? Check it out. Fun live football card and just any card experience, Card Shop Live, and you get a $10 bonus, so just make sure you sign up. Do you want me to put the chicken hat on for the rest of the show? Ah, that's a New Orleans Pelicans hat for you. Now, everyone in the chat right now, please, if you can, just put a Y or an N. Are you right now buying more than you are selling cards? Type Y for yes, type N for no. Because for me personally, even though my money isn't where I want it to be, I am seeing some auctions in very low, and I am looking to buy. I am still looking to buy. I have focused my collection on more vintage-ish stuff. So I'm talking about 90s refractors, 2000s refractors. And like I've posted multiple times in the Patreon Discord, send me your quarterback patch cards. Send me your Dan Marinos, your Drew Brees, your um, whoever. I am currently buying right now. So Steve is currently selling uh, Derek is prepping for the draft um, right now. Do you guys feel like this market is going to continue to go down? I see a lot of people panicking about cards, you know, just being down. Saw a very interesting chart on Patrick Mahomes cards, not going all that much more up uh, via the guys at Card Ladder and House of Jordans. So, look, you know, for me, I, I am looking to buy. Um, uh, in that era, I know a lot of people are focused on Donruss that was just released. So let me know right now. So Derek says, yes, he is currently buying. Uh, Derek is a very aggressive buyer. Steve says, no. What say you, Chad? Are you currently buying as your cards sit 44 of them in PSA? Let me know, Chad, in the comments. What kind of cards is it? Is it modern stuff? Is it Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow stuff? Or is it like what I'm buying right now, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. I'm really focusing in on Peyton Manning. Um, uh, as I, I won't share the story again, but you know, I had a fun interaction with him recently. So uh, let me know. Let me know what you guys are, are currently doing as far as your football card goals this offseason. I'm going to answer uh, the best I possibly can. We say hi to Alex. What's up, Alex? Good to see you. We also say hi to Andy. We are currently talking about. Are you currently buying or selling? Are you more so buying or selling right now? I'm going to throw that question to you, Andy. Yeah, man. Well, I had a I had a good offer to, to break even, more or less break even. Lose $25 on my Russell Wilson prism. Oh, nice. I think a little bit of excitement there after the Sean Payton signing. and uh, But the guy didn't pay. The guy turned out to be a non-payer <laughs> after that. I, and it was the one card that I listed without the required immediate payment. So I broke my cardinal rule not realizing it. So I didn't pay. So I was going to use that money to to buy in. But I did uh, negotiate with another buyer. He recently bought a bunch of cards from me. So I'm actually actively researching, looking to uh, reinvest that. So I'm doing a lot of comping right now between the draft classes. I, you know, I'm yeah. comparing guys like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields to to Mac Jones and looking at the disparity there because, you know, I, I think that Mac could um, could go up in value in, in the future next year. I think there's definitely some still some potential increase in Jalen Hurts in, in the future as well. He's kind of 
I, I mean, the reality of it is he's been the highest sold, like graded uh, football card in the past two weeks, but behind him is Mahomes, and which is pretty wild because Mahomes is, you know, so much more expensive on average, but that makes right. sense. Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, in, in our new market where everything's kind of like cooled down to a new norm where in the super crazy inflated prices uh, aren't happening, like people aren't spiking for two, three hundred percent for really no reason. Um, yet to be seen what happens if Aaron Rodgers moves, but I've seen an increase in some Jordan Love cards, but those have been like 10, 20 percent. We'll see what happens if we get news. But ultimately, I am actively trying to buy. I'm just doing a lot of research because I really want to pick my spot like carefully and, and make some bigger moves. You want to know what's interesting, Andy, is um, for you being a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and me being an LSU fan, it is amazing how pro Jalen Hurts we have been since we started this show, right? Like, we, we've we loved Jalen from the get-go, and it's good that, you know, he's lived up and even exceeded what even we thought he could do. Um, and that And that's what I'm trying to do right now as well. I'm trying to find who that next Jalen Hurts can be, right? I would like to think the next big Jalen Hurts guy that, you know, is basically not in the conversation with the elite quarterbacks, but moves himself into that conversation. Jalen is really the only quarterback who did that. You can argue along with Trevor Lawrence this past season. My question for you, Andy, is uh, I, I want you to put this comment up on the screen right now from Derek Richard. By grabbing any any Anthony Richardson I can for under $25.30. So, Andy, my question would be to you. I'm a big college sports guy, so I watch a lot of Anthony Richardson. I promise you I've watched as much, if not more, Bryce Young than anyone. I freaking love me some Bryce Young. I, I'm, I don't know about you, Andy. I'm looking at some college uniform stuff on some of these NFL draft cycle quarterbacks. That's actually a really, really smart idea um, because they're actually coming out with some new sets in the near future that are going to encompass, like they've got the new Bowman U, um, Bowman Chrome University football hobby box. That's actually one of the top sellers right now on blowoutcards.com. And that's because you're getting guys that are in this draft class like Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, these guys that are coming out. Um, and everybody likes a, a, a super athletic quarterback prospect like an Anthony Richardson. Thanks University of Florida is a big college program. I think these guys, because we, you know, looking at uh, some Bryce Young stuff uh, the other week, man, I'm already seeing like some really incredible prices on some of this rookie auto stuff. We know how the super young guys that are unproven, like there's just so much uh, hype surrounding them. Like even Malik Willis heading into the draft was like some people thought he was going to go top 10 <laughs> overall pick in the first round. And if you had his college rookie autos heading into that draft, I guarantee you that was probably his highest price that you saw on that card since. Like that, that was that was the peak, you know. Right. It's never a good sign when you're getting benched for Joshua Dobbs. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. Um, but yeah, I, I am actually buying into the Anthony Richardson, uh, hype cycle because you do have the fantasy aspect, kind of like with Justin Fields. There's plenty of people out there that want Justin Fields cards because Justin Fields won them some fantasy leagues this year. Um, so I love it. Uh, loving this dream as well. Uh, Jeremiah buying modern right now to send a PSA to maximize on preseason Hype cycle. I like that, Jeremiah. You see, he's 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 opposite of me, Andy. He he's 
he's willing to, you know, sit it out, get those cards expressed into PSA. Hey, it, it, it might be worth it. It might be, especially if you have some Kenny Pickett sitting around. Uh, I think going into next year, the Pickett hype cycle along with George Pickens is going to be insane. Yeah, and some sets you look at, especially like it, it really helps when you have our um, our web app that uh, you get access to from our, our Patreon.com football cards program. Uh, you look at the rate of eights versus nines versus tens on a specific card, and you can get an idea of the likelihood that the raw card you submit will come back a 10. And you could even do this on PSA's um, uh, website, you know, looking at their pop report. But it's really important to do that to give yourself an idea of how likely you are to get a 10. Some cards have like an 80 to 90 percent chance of getting a 10. Most of them are probably in that 50 to 60 percent area of at least getting a nine or a 10. And then from there, it's like a coin flip. Do you get a 10? Was that guy feeling good, generous that day, a little tiny, uh, you know, detail? Is he going to let it slip kind of thing? Or is the card, you know, perfect? It's all subjective, but some cards do have a really high chance of getting tens. Other words, it's an absolute crapshoot. Like the Trevor Lawrence prism. I, you remember when we looked at that? Oh card? God. Yes. Only four PSA tens in the, um, in, in the prism version. Um, let's get to a few more of these questions. Uh, but yeah, Jeremiah, I, I, I like your process here. It just comes down to if you are willing to actually, uh, um, if you're actually willing to, you know, go through it. Right. It is interesting. You know what Andy was referencing and he'll be back in here in just a second that um, the PSA 10 Trevor Lawrence, um, the pop count was once four. I that's right, four on PSA tens. I don't know what it is now. I'm guaranteeing it's probably higher, but that was the biggest discrepancy. It's up to 140 now. It was once at four. Um, so yeah, obviously that card became more populated as they started to, you know, get higher into the numbers. Um, let's take a look at a few. Uh, Others, Steve says Bowman Chrome U coming out tomorrow. I'm like you, Steve. I love college uniform cards, but then again, I'm a college over uh, NFL kind of guy. I love both, you know, for the most part. I'm still a huge NFL fan, but I, I love college uniform stuff. And something else is I am not a stickler for the card needing to be licensed, right? I have a lot of Leaf stuff, um, and I think you can make money on a lot of leaf stuff because oftentimes the autographs of those players come out of leaf products before they come out in the actual licensed panini products um annoy annoy one says psa is doing pop control with grading lately i've heard that right um you know i've, I've heard it you know just on all levels right not only just with modern stuff but more so some of the 90s and 2000 stuff that people send in to uh get graded because once again uh they don't want to overpopulate the market just with 10 so i i've heard different things annoy one annoy one i, I i'll throw that to jeremiah or chad who actually grades a lot of cards do you guys truly feel psa is doing pop control we welcome in Steeler 96 we were just talking about Kenny Pickett a minute ago um Chad says I have six 2020 prism Trev dogs at PSA and I have like 10 of them that are here at home off centered AF 
yeah, Chad. So this was an old episode that Andy and I did. I I, I want to go back and actually look up the uh, the number episode, but the pop control they did for Trevor Lawrence prism cards. The, the disparity of his PSA 10s compared to Trey Lance and um, uh, Zach Wilson and Justin Fields is just absolutely crazy. Now, as Andy pointed out a minute ago, there are uh, 140 Trevor Lawrence PSA 10s now in existence. But, you know, if you compare it to just, you know, some of the other players early on, uh, the pop were, were, were the, the pop counts were just crazy. And it was pretty clear uh, what PSA was potentially doing. I, I highly doubt that there was that many, you know, Trevor Lawrence uh, cards that were uh, that much in worse shape compared to some of the other ones. Uh, takes forever. Derek points out here for the pro union cards to be released, leaves a nice winner to buy and sell the college uniform stuff. Totally agree, Derek. Um you know, uh, for me, as far as my LSU cards and um, Leaf, I actually just give a bunch out on my channel. But, you know, you can also sell some and flip for uh, good profit because it does take a while for, you know, the pro uniform cards uh, to come out. And we're an impulse society, right? There are a lot of people looking to get into football cards that want – the player in any kind of uniform. And we saw this last year with Brock Purdy. We've seen this in years past with, you know, other players, uh, Romeo Dobbs, most famously, uh, you know, if that, if that pro uniform Andy card isn't out, people, people will spend money to get a Romeo Dobbs, Nevada, the proud Wolfpack, a oh, woo cards. I, I freaking uh, love it. <laughs> huh? Yeah, man, they'll they'll get what they could get. They'll get what they could get if, if that's all that's available for the for the player, and they're becoming extremely relevant with the potential to put up similar stat lines and highlight reels comparable to their you know favorite player of all time, i.e. the the White Lightning. Then uh, then they're gonna they're gonna go get Nevada. They're gonna go and find uh, a signed uh, jersey of Isaiah Pacheco from his time at Rutgers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I am interested to see what Isaiah Pacheco cards are going to do after his runs in the Super Bowl. It wasn't necessarily that he had like just this huge game. It was just how he played. The dude runs like you stole his puppy from him when he was five years old. I freaking love it. Good to see uh, Jonathan Taylor cards, my friend and yours. Shot, baby. What's up, dog? Good to see you. Um, let's go to chat here. BGS slabs are beautiful, but in my shop and on eBay, they just sit. Yeah, I don't – I. I love BGS slabs. I love any kind of slabs, uh, quite honestly. Uh, I have, uh, but obviously, you know, PSA, it, it is still amazing the stranglehold that they have in the hobby. Look at that $61 for yeah, an MR. Pacheco Nation, let's go. He still has such a limited supply. He's not in, um, not in Mosaic, not in Donruss, or it would be on here. So he's got the instant. He's got some elite stuff. He's got some XR stuff now. You know he's going to be in rookie ticket auto. So when those rookie ticket autos come out, they're going to be extremely popular uh, for him. He's like between him and Brock Purdy, 
I mean, there are two guys that are produced in some of these uh, sets that have these super long checklists that uh, are really keeping the 2022 product alive in terms of like retail sold volume, hobby box sold volume. It's also interesting that Pacheco words at number 10 uniform and he's kind of built like Tyreek. Tyreek's actually a little shorter than him, but still uh, it is uh, pretty fascinating. Uh, Tyler makes a good point here. 2021 print quality is terrible. Trevor Lawrence is probably the most submitted player. So the low gym rate could just be over enthusiastic submitters. It, it could just be, but you know, at that time it was pretty drastic. The, uh, the, the difference, uh, Let's look at Andrew Perry. Will his Donruss get the uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire treatment, Isaiah Pacheco? I think it does. What say you, Andy? Oh man, now you now you guys are putting me on the spot. I'm gonna have to go look up the uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire Donruss. I'm not. Now, I remember. I remember this. So I gotta pull it up now. It won't be. It won't be as drastic. So Clyde's brawl. Rated rookie Donruss cards, just the base paper card, got into the two hundreds. Uh, I remember this very vividly. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I obviously I don't think it'll get that high, but I think it'll, I think it'll be something. So if you have some Pacheco just sitting around from, you know, Phoenix or whatever the case may be, uh, list them, list them because it's oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I would list all my Isaiah Pacheco cards. Um, Right and, now. and that's another and that's another like very comparable topic to Dynasty Fantasy is like how long should you hold your running back rookie cards? A guy like Isaiah Pacheco's got limited supply, man. Like I'm trying to sell those for more hyped up comps. And if you were to compare his XR numbered out of 249 to any other running back in the league, it's gonna be leaps and bounds more. And for a running back, like, yeah, sure, he's gonna be juiced up and like really running like that. Uh, till at least he's 27, 28, unless he gets a serious injury, right? But that's always that running backs have a higher fragility rating. They don't have the same bell cow role as they typically used to uh, in the NFL. Like those roles are more and more rare, you know? Um, there's, you know, there's going to be depth chart uh, competition in Kansas City, even though Jarek McKinnon's getting older. He's a get great uh, pass protector. And uh, you got probably Clyde edwards Lair is going to go somewhere. But, so, you know, it's just... That, that whole thing with running backs, I think from a dynasty perspective, if I can always get more, a lot more than what I paid for them, like I think it makes sense to go ahead and sell when you can, like at will. So let's do this before we get into plays of the week and hobby tips of the week. Um, Andy, now that we have you, I want to just throw it out. Now that we are post-Super Bowl, NFL Combine is around the corner. My question for you is simple. What are your major observations from the football card market now that, you know, we, we are removed from the Super Bowl and people are now getting into the NFL draft mode? Well, it's it's that you're not seeing like these huge spikes on any players, like even the rumor guys like, yeah, those little uh, increases here and there in Mahomes and Hurts and um, even guys like Jordan Love that are rumored, Derek Carr and Rogers, like all guys that are swirled around rumors, Kyle Trask. But what's more interesting to me is that the sold volume is still very healthy. The sold volume okay. is still very healthy. A ton of sold transactions on a database. So it's not like the, the actual number of people and activity within the hobby has really decreased a lot. It's, it's still very healthy. 
Yeah, and you know, it, it is a little discouraging. I've seen a few viral, not viral, but just in card communities. Well, my Patrick Mahomes stuff didn't go up, you know, after the Super Bowl. Uh, I am discouraged because of that. That's just one player. A lot of people are like Shoddy, and I'm with you, Shoddy. I don't have a lot of money right now, but I can't afford the big boys. DJ Moore is cheap right now. I'm hoping they land a solid QB. And for me, the big takeaway for right now is – where is Aaron Rodgers going to go? Where is Derek Carr going to go? I think those two players are huge. And also, this is a low-key story. I don't think the Bears are going to move off Justin Fields, but it is going to be interesting what the Bears decide to do at one. I do think that is huge for this reason. The Nationals in Chicago this year, and normally when the National is happening, we're getting ready for the football season, and football cards are really hot at the Nationals. So is Justin Fields still going to be with Chicago? I think he will be, and I think the Bears, uh, and Derek, you might be able to help me with this. You keep up with the NFL draft really closely. I think the Bears are going to draft uh, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter number one overall, and I think they're going to try and build around Justin Fields. Um, so we'll see right now, but Shadi, I am with you, man. I am, uh, looking, I, I, I'm definitely not buying anything too expensive. I'm still paying off a wedding and a trip to London. So, uh, so there you go. You also say Shadi, I am buying tops, chromes, refractors, mainly Julio rookies and buying Minshew select silver sensation PSA tens for $20. I'm a big gardener Minshew guy hector says Derek carr is a buy right now jared golf as well um i i still like Derek carr i think he's still got some juice left but hector is more so pointing out just the news cycle there has been so much discussion andy around Derek freaking Carr and his next move. So for me, I think the biggest offseason story from a football card perspective is Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. I, I really do feel those two players in particular are going to have some interesting months here. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And I would go as far to venture on Derek Carr, at least, that his biggest price spike will be when he actually does sign with the new team. That's when I would sell. Because we know that just like with what we've seen over the past year, like with Matt Ryan, with the Colts move, with uh, Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers, even how good Christian McCaffrey played throughout the rest of the season into the playoffs, you know, no injuries. I mean, played like an absolute stud in the championship game and still they didn't won, granted, but his card values still have not gotten to where they were when he initially got traded to the 49ers. So I'm just saying, like, I know he's a quarterback. He's still got several years to play, this and that. He's not nearly as old or as washed as Matt Ryan, but I'm still looking to realize, like, I could probably realize 100 to 150% profit. And if you compare that to any other market, like stock market or anything, that is insanely good. Like, that's when Let's you go. want to sell, you know? <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. Um, look, so you see this card right here in the in the in the bottom right, this Derek Carr. Um, scroll down just a little bit, Andy, right there. I had this card 
just one of his prism. Actually, it was a select auto. And um, and I, I, I flipped it preseason. This was actually like two off seasons ago. Derek Carr's got himself a little a, a little fan base, right? There's a lot of people that uh, love his faith, um, love his grittiness, if you will. I, I think Derek Carr is a, is is a play right now. Just make sure you have it listed for when he actually signs with his uh, his new team. Um, so we'll see. Now, before we get into hobby tip of the week, Andy, let's share with the world one of the coolest apps, Card Shop Live, baby. Let's go. Yeah, Card Shop Live, guys, is the ultimate live shopping uh, experience for singles, box breaks. Uh, you got one-click grading at checkout. Um, I mean, just such a slick, very seamless experience. The sellers are all very highly vetted. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's founded by the guys from Sports Card Nonsense and Geo's Cards, and the, the level of seller experience you get on there is incredible gotta check it out we have a link in the description below and uh that will let us know that you signed up we're getting ready to do our giveaway we got that going down to the next week or so i just uh recovering from an illness so I, I wasn't as active last week i got a lot of things to catch up on but definitely want to make sure you guys check that out let us know what you think about the app as well as so we can provide feedback to them and uh we can we can help them improve their platform Hobby tip of the week for me, Andy, I'll start off here, is when you are getting into cards, this is, you know, a question that I get a lot on Power Hour LSU. It's not a card channel, but we do a lot of football card giveaways and stuff. I I get this question a lot. What should I do? Well, the one thing is you don't want to just pour money into it without, you know, knowing what you are doing. I made that mistake, and I always share that with people starting off. It's not the absolute best just to buy and, and just you know spend hundreds and thousands. Do a little bit of research and you know talk to people. There's so many resources. Obviously, this channel is one of them, but there's plenty of different resources. Just be smart when you are just now dipping your toes into this, right? I know a lot of what we are saying you know, the Hectors, the the Chads, the, the Shants, you, you guys know all this stuff, right? But if you are new and you are watching this right now, be patient, right? Buy what you like and, um, and, and just go from there. So that is very key. I did not have patience. I, I was lucky to not lose too much. But in the beginning, I did buy a bunch of like just Joe Burrow college uniform stuff. And, you know, I, I was fine with keeping it forever. So uh, do research and, and and buy what you like. I just think that's such a key point. Now, Andy, your hobby tip of the week is? Yeah, so if you are just dipping in, like one of the key differentiating factors between this hobby, this market, and say fantasy football per se, is the different amount of uh, variations of a specific player's card, right? So my hobby tip is to go to www.tcdb.com, tradingcarddatabase.com, and get yourself familiar with typing a player's name and get yourself familiar with all the different cards they have. You can go through each set on there and look at every single card that they've been printed in. Give yourself an idea, especially if you're trying to have a, a super collection of a specific player. That's where you want to go to find out how many different prism parallels are there of uh, you know, whoever it is, you know, Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase or whoever it is you're trying to PC. So 
um, definitely that that's my hobby tip of the week. I haven't mentioned that in a while. Right. There you go. I love it. Um, before we get into plays of the week, we do it every week. We take some of your questions. Let's go to Shadi here. Any thoughts on Gardner Minshew? Where will he land? Man, uh, Gardner Minshew, you could see his actually his rookie ticket auto PSA 10 is up 37%. Sheesh. Um, so yeah, it's it's good to see you know, a little bit more rare card there up a little bit for, for Gardner. I would love it if he landed in Tampa. It'd be a nice little quarterback competition between him and Trask. And uh ultimately I think Minshew would would win out the job. Yeah. But that would that would be cool. I mean, there's there's obviously some teams and that that need a quarterback. There's obviously several landing spots. I mean, uh, several places in the NFC South specifically. Uh, I mean, there's a variety of places he could land. He is going to be a free agent. So, or you know, Philadelphia needs depth behind Jalen. Uh, he's played pretty admirably in in his stead when he whenever he missed time. So they may right. re-sign him to a one-year deal. Uh, it's yet to be seen. You know, sometimes they do that as well. So, what about you, Carter? What do you think? I, I love Minshew. Now, here's what I'll say, right? So, well, I do a lot of film studies and 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 stuff, and there are some OCs that I trust, right? And two of them love Gardner Minshew because of how he runs an offense, how he gets the football out on time. And, yeah, he had that great game versus the Cowboys, played pretty poorly versus the Saints. Um, but Gardner can play. Now, is he an amazing dual threat? No. Does he have an amazing cannon of an arm? No. But he can play, and he's going to give you a few, you know, spike weeks. So I, I like Gardner a lot, and when I speak to OCs, they think he really reads the game well. Um, now, is he going to be a Pro Bowl-level player? I doubt it. But then again, Tyler Huntley made a Pro Bowl last year, and I love me some Tyler Huntley. So um, there you go. Uh, this is an interesting comment here from Chris Peterson. Aaron Rodgers haters make me laugh. The number two quarterback of this generation behind, obviously, Brady. Interesting. Now, is uh, is the Manning brothers not considered in that in that generation? What about Drew Brees? Okay, so I've. I, I've gotten into a huge debate about this. It is Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is ahead of Aaron Rodgers for me. It may not be for you, Chris. I do think the hierarchy of the modern era guys is, I actually think Peyton's won over Brady, but that's for another discussion. I do think, though, what most people would say would be Tom Brady one, Peyton Manning two, Aaron Rodgers three, Drew Brees four. I think if we were to poll most people, if we're talking modern era guys, so let's just say to, uh, post-2000 to where we are now. I know Manning uh, was a little pre-2000, but 2000 to now, I think the way you would rank it is one is is Brady, two Manning, three Rodgers, four Breeze. And then number five, I'd actually put Patrick Mahomes. Uh, number five, if, if not, he's higher than Breeze. Uh, at four, and this coming from a Drew Brees guy. So, uh, but Chris, your major point is is still correct. I I do think there is a little bit of hobby disrespect to, to towards Aaron Rodgers just because he's he's a weird dude. 
Uh, there definitely could be some animosity there. There's a lot of uh, bad uh, rumors, just stories about how he's treated his guys in the locker room and stuff. And that can kind of definitely permeate into other markets like football cards. Um, and you've got a lot of practice uniform cards of him from right. uh, from 05. So, you know, that, that kind of goes into it uh, as well in terms of, you know, some of the resale values and then um, – yeah, I mean, he's just, he's kind of slipped. I mean, 2020 was his best year from an efficiency standpoint, you could you could argue for his entire career. Uh, and then last year was close, but not quite as good with the same pass attempts. And then this year he slipped considerably down to 64% completion percentage compared to 71% in 2020 with almost a thousand fewer passing yards. Yeah, no Devontae Adams. Uh, but he had Devontae Adams last year, and he still slipped a little bit. So right. you could say he is now on that decline. And, uh, I, you know, it's yet to be seen if he can never get back to his peak. I What's interesting about Aaron is, you know, just all these stories about him. And it's not just, you know, the darkness retreat, if you will. It's not the the McAfee spots or anything like that. It's it, it's It's weird hearing teammates have animosity towards him. Right. And, you know, uh, this gets into, you know, a a guy that I was going to talk about, you know, for play of the week. I I think Jordan Love, I know it was one game versus Philly, but I mean, he looked he looked fine in in that little bit. Let me ask you this, Andy, the and and I want everyone in the chat to answer this type. Why for yes, type in for no. Aaron Rodgers will be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers next season type y for yes type in for no if you believe aaron Rodgers will be the starter for the packers next year andy i'm going to throw the same question to you what do you think um you know there's a big portion i think you you're probably looking at a, a good 60 to 70 percent chance of yes right. <laughs> if i had to break it down to like a statistical uh you know amounts so i would say 60 70 percent chance yes but there is definitely a solid 30 percent chance of no that he he does want to get traded and uh he is out and and maybe it's the raiders man a lot of rumors about the raiders i I love i love chris's comment here this is from a football car perspective no for the sake of (laughs) yes (laughs) yes yes i agree 100 my jordan love cards would love this that is so freaking funny. <laughs> I I have like 10 Jordan Love like base. Uh, I have like some orange prism stuff as well. Uh, but yeah, I have those Jordan Love cards locked and loaded. Even if he does like light it up next year, what historical data tells us, Andy, is the highest price Jordan Love's cards are going to be is when he is announced the starter. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was going to be my play of the week. So there you go. It's just make sure you have those Jordan Love cards listed, because right now, I I don't think Aaron is going to be a Packer. I I just don't. I I I don't know why there's been a shift. I listened to an interview Ty Dunn did recently with Colin Cowherd. Um, it 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 seems like things are trending towards the Jordan Love Packers while he still is on this rookie deal. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting for me. Yeah. That's a lot of no's out there as well. And I still think that uh, Jordan love, I was looking like his prices have gone up a little bit, but there's so much, 
potential there because you could easily comp him out to Jalen Hurts, Tua, um, you know, Joe Burrow and Herbert are obviously going to be way higher than him, but you could easily comp him out to Hurts and Tua. And if you're finding prices under those guys, like just from the news spike alone, that would be created if he were to be named starter because Rodgers – well, people would instantly assume that he's going to be the starter if they if Rodgers is traded. So, you know, his prices are going to go way up compared to uh, where they're at now, which is just, you know, some some of the more rare stuff like Optic Hollow, PSA 10, up to 200. It kind of gives you an idea of where people are shopping for PSA 10s, uh, where they're gravitating more towards now and, and the ultra-modern market. Like they're going for more short print like nice chrome finish color match stuff more so than just the the base like it's it's moving away a little bit from just the the base prism PSA 10 to more at least now like optic hollow prism silver a lot of popularity picking up for brands like Phoenix and and uh, Mosaic I'd honestly put Phoenix up there now with uh, select and Mosaic Carter kind of looking at right. the the best sold um cards on blowout cards I was uh, mm -hmm. looking at earlier. I mean, the, some of the the highest sold product right now sealed is the 2022 Panini Phoenix Football Hobby Box. Uh, Chad makes a good point here, though. Like, when the Jordan Love news does happen, there's going to be so much Jordan Love stuff that people have been sitting on. Uh, and Hector makes the same point here. Um there's going to be so much that just floods, but it's still, to me, going to be the best time to move it. Um, also, Jordan Love does have this dual threat, um, big arm type of game. I don't think he is of the Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen ilk. I don't think he's at that level of a runner, but he does have some mobility. Um, but, yeah, it is it is very, very interesting um but now we get into plays of the week i i've shared mine just you know i i, I do think right now i i believe jordan love is going to be the starting quarterback for the green bay packers next season so um it sounds crazy to think about but it just seems as if it it, it does really feel different this time uh, that Green Bay fans are just kind of sick of, of AR-12. I could just be completely misreading this thing. But, uh, but yeah, my, my play of the week is just making sure those Jordan Love cards are listed. So, Andy, I'm, I'm going to go to you for, for your play of the week. All right, yeah, I'm going to go to a good old reliable, faithful player that it's just – I mean, chances of getting a quarterback upgrade. We've also got coaching upgrades inbound, and it's not a guy that I'm a big fan of from just like a personal collection, but I've always done well investing in him is DJ Moore on the Carolina Panthers. I like buying really good wide receivers that are alpha dominant wide receivers on the team. They're virtually quarterback proof and uh, still very young and have a lot of draft capital. It's got everything going for him across the board. And the guy had 1,500 air yards last year that were only converted into 880 receiving yards thanks to poor quarterback play from a Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker, and uh, and Sam Darnold, you know. And I'm sure there's some other guy sprinkled in there at some point too. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to invest in really good athletes and have a down market right now because there's so much speculation um, around who their, their quarterback's going to be. 
Uh, it could be Sam Darnold again, which he can flash. He can flash with DJ Moore in the beginning of the season. Their defense is above average. The NFC South is wide open right now, you know, but they could, Panthers could do something smart this offseason, make a move and try and upgrade uh, the quarterback position. So I like investing in really good athletes. There's also some scarcity around his 2018 rookie product. And right now I can find rookie ticket autos very favorably priced, Carter. Trying to look for them in that $20 to $30 range, especially the optics. So we're up to about 50 people in here. Please hit the like and subscribe. So what we're going to do here is we're going to answer a few viewer questions uh, before uh, we get out of here. If you do super chat, obviously you can hit the dollar sign and all the money goes to Andy. I support what he's building here. We'll go straight to your question. Okay. So what anything under the sun football card related, uh, we will go straight to it, but we're going to answer as many as we possibly can here at, uh, the end. Um, yeah, yeah, I man, that's that's a good price for for DJ Moore right there. The, yeah, the you see why player. this one went for fifteen fifty because in twenty eighteen Panini, you know, had a brain fart on Prism, and they decided the Prisms that they were going to put autographs on, they were going to get rid of the rookie card logo. So you look at this right off the bat, and you're like, is that his rookie card? You have to look at the back of it, find right. out that it is from twenty eighteen. That is his rookie year. They don't make things super easy. They did this in a few sets. Like they did it with Origins. They did it with the Prism. I don't know why they did it. It's just kind of like, why did they do, you know, Prism Silver out of the box for rookies in 16 and 17? And that was the only sport and the only sets they did it for, you know, just they did some goofy stuff in some years. And 2018 was no exception with the lack of rookie card logo. So your your expectations or the potential ceiling for this card is lower than what like a rookie ticket auto or the select, as you can see here, this one is numbered out of 49, but it's a plain patch and sticker auto and it's still going for $80, you know? Um, uh, let's see. Andrew says, I'm curious how will it affect Christian Watson's value? North Dakota uh, State Bison Christian Watson. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Watson's a, a, a great, talent um and i think i think his stuff is going to continue to go up just because of he, he he's kind of built and kind of plays like julio jones now i don't i don't think he's going to be that good but uh he, he gives he gives off the, the the sort of vibes uh dang 86 it's pretty, yeah yeah he's super pretty- hyped up any of the any of the new sets that come out are gonna have Christian Watson in it. They're gonna be super popular. Like you know, all all the breakers know who he is, even if you don't follow football. He just he had such high touchdown to uh, reception ratio last towards right. the end of the last season with Aaron Rodgers. That you know, right now he looks like the best wide receiver on that team, and they don't have a lot of guys. So you know, from a uh, talent standpoint, wide receiver room on the Packers is a big fan base. He's the guy, and his product is so new that these sets coming out, they're going to be really expensive because, A, they're brand new, plus he's a rookie heading his second year, plus you have quarterback questions. Right. Uh, obviously, I don't expect him to have that same type of touchdown efficiency, especially without Aaron Rodgers. So, honestly, I think that his his stock could be high heading into September and then go down. Like, he's a guy that I would sell at will – this offseason, this summer, if you're ripping them out of packs, especially, you're going to realize profit immediately. And then you could buy back in in November of this year when 
the optic and the select and the prism, all that are out and have had time to circulate on eBay and there's a ton of supply, then you could buy it super cheap in like November after it doesn't quite exceed expectations heading into 2023, especially if there's no Aaron Rodgers. Perry says he picks up a Gabe Davis optic rookie auto for 26. Not a huge Gabe guy, but the price seemed too good. Uh, I like Gabe Davis. I, I saw him shirtless at a Burt Kreischer show recently. So uh, he, he's, he's a big personality. Uh, but uh, yeah, Andy, I, I'm not a huge Gabe Davis guy, but going into another year with, uh, with you know, obviously – the, the the freak at quarterback in in Josh Allen, I I'm fading Gabe Davis in 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 a major way. I I think he just falls off a cliff this year. Yeah, he's for me. Yeah, he's like an eighth round fantasy draft talent, and people were drafting him in like the third round this past year, and a lot of a lot of disappointment. He definitely did not live up to the expectations. Uh, it was pretty much you know a, a typical run of the mill Gabe Davis season. I mean, I think a lot of people thought that there would be more spreading the ball. And of course he had a couple moments and, uh, you know, notably the, the wild card game, but you know, um, yeah, I think Gabe Davis is that, that guy that's going to put up, you know, maybe he gets the 10 touchdowns, but he never really gets past like 800 receiving yards. So, uh, you know, he's one of those guys kind of hit or miss. I think he's an interesting guy though. I really do. He also collects cards as uh VCJ points out. So we know AJ Dillon does, we know Gabe, uh, Gabe Davis, we know uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, lo- loves cards. Ironically, uh, Deshaun Watson collected all his rookies. Uh, there, there's a few photos of him with like all his like prism variations like out in front of him. Um, this is an interesting player that you've bought before, Andy. Uh, we've seen his name pop up quite a bit. Is uh, Javante Williams? Uh, now that Javante has Sean Payton. Name a coach who is extracted. There you go. Look at that. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. So I'm wearing my Terrell Davis shirt. I, I've always loved the Broncos. But Javante Williams, now he is with arguably the best coach uh, to, to, to have as a running back because Sean Payton is big on screens and throws, uh, dump downs to the running back. This, this could be huge for Javante coming off injury. This could be a buy opportunity, Andy. Uh, it absolutely is. It's nothing other than a buy opportunity for Javante because his prices are so insanely cheap right now. Uh, $100 out of 25 first of the line, like beautiful rookie ticket auto. It doesn't get any cheaper really for Javante than, than right now. And with how early in the season he did tear his ACL, he should be ready to go. Uh, come training camp, and and I do like the Sean Payton system coming to Denver for Javante because he has really soft hands. He's a good receiver, plus he's really good after the catch. Like he's really good at evading tackles and breaking tackles, and he could put up some really impressive highlights. So it could only go up, I think, for Javante. He could have some hype. I, I've seen him already, you know, projected as like a second round fantasy pick, and as we get reports uh, of him being healthy and practicing and highlights from training camp. I expect his values to go up for sure. I want to find this card that Jonathan Taylor uh, cards is uh, pointing out shot gold auto Mahomes ending tonight. What? I want to, I want to see where it's at right now. 
Send me, send me the link. I, I want to. I've got to see it now. I might not even be rookie, so let me get the twenty. Yeah, yeah, fi- yeah. Fi- fi- uh, send it to me. Uh, underpriced case hits rule. Uh, look for that. And you have an answer. A few more of these. Chad says my Kirk Cousins collection is built on that goodness. Yeah, I've sold uh, some of my Kirk stuff. I like that. Um, let's see where 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 is it? Uh, there see. you go. Is that it right there? There's a gold standard, horizontally formatted napkin patch. So that's plain white color, not from any game or anything. Does that? Oh, okay. He sent he sent me the link here. I'll send it to you in the private chat. Here it is, right here, Andy. Okay, it's not this card. No, it's not. Let me look. Let me look at this. All right. Oh, it's a sparkle. Oh, okay. We got a sparkle on a piece of floating earth. It's a piece of floating turf. What set is this? Magneton? Yeah, I have a ton of these chronicles. Uh, oh. A lot of these cards are normally like clear, like just clear in the in the back. Uh, I given. I had a bunch of Jeffersons like this. Not hollow gold look at that for 74 bucks i see you sean i see you wait is this sean's card he's selling or is this one he's looking at potentially uh, i don't i don't know let me see is this i think it's one he's selling oh you're selling oh look at you the, the, look at you trying to dump i like it huh? 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 uh but yeah if you, if you want to buy this card uh from one of my favorite patrons one of my favorite people sean's my homie um uh, this is like, uh, art, you know, pure artwork, you know, because you don't have the, the rookie element to it. Uh, but you do have some really nice, I guess, uh, eye appeal. Um, <laughs> Look at know. Shot. Shot, it is one he's selling. I see you, Shot. <laughs> You're like, if any of y'all are interested. Uh, now, understand this moving forward. If you guys put one of your cards up here, it is going to get either praised or, or roasted. Uh, it is... Uh, it, it, it's... It's, it's <laughs> I see we, we see you, Jonathan Taylor cards. I love it. Billy I do Fleet. like Dinagons. Oh yeah, that's a nice looking card. I like that. Pop one. It's it's number to ten. Pop one. There you go. It is number. I like that. This is actually this seems very tempting right here. This two twenty five OBO uh Laboom James uh, uh here. This gold Dinagon. Uh, Devonte Smith here, numbered out of ten. Where's the number? I must be on the back. Unfortunately, you have an 09 out of ten on the back. I like that. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. looking card, man. I, if I could get this for like a hundred, I'd feel really good about it. Here's here's my thing about numbered cards. It's not it's not make or break for me, but it means a lot more when the number is on the front of the card compared to the back. And I know some people would disagree saying, well, if the number is stamped on the front, it takes away from, you know, the design of the card. But let me know what you guys think of the chat about that. Do you prefer the number of the card to be on the front or the back type F for front type B for back in uh, uh, in 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 the chat, I'm a stickler for the numbered card thing to be on the front. What say you, Andy? Yeah, I like the number on the front. I like all the things that are going to make the card pop, like the rookie card shield, 
the not serial number, the autograph. I just think it should all be on the front, uh, you right. know, just like the autograph. It wouldn't be weird if, if the, the autograph was on the back of the card or the rookie yard shield was on the back of the card. Like, I just think that's odd. Like, yeah, put everything on the front because if it's on my wall, I can't see the back of the card, you know? So I, I like everything to be on the front, like a piece of art, like most, Art, most artwork that you put on your wall, there's nothing on the back. It's just blank, right? Maybe the artist's signature. So maybe there should just be stuff about the manufacturer. I think these manufacturers have got to start looking at the stuff more like artwork, people wanting to display it as such. So the stuff that looks more closely to nice artwork, uh, I think, does better. So, yeah, I, I, and I think you guys out there as investors and flippers and collectors probably should always take that into consideration as well, you know? So yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a front guy, right? Ooh, uh, look at what we got here, Carter. Oh, we got pits. We just might stumbled on a on a snipe. Not only is it pits, it's the gold Dynagon, so it's numbered out of ten. But we got a jersey number match here. We got the 08 out of ten. Oh snap! And it's at ninety OBO. Now, I have to look at this guy a little bit. He's already at 98% with 124, so I kind of dig into his profile and see what the negative feedback was on, but this card looks great. I think the price point on this is pretty good. We got a crappy photo. I like that. I, yeah, I crappy photo, which adds like to that. your ability to maybe get it at a, at a nicer discount, but there's a nice gold Dynagon for you. I freaking, I'm with it. I, th I think that is kind of kind of nice. Uh, I think so many people, though, feel so burned by Kyle Pitts last year because he was the most hyped player to not truly deliver in that third round range uh, in, in drafts last year. There's so many people uh, that wanted to, 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 to murder Arthur Smith. Uh, I was doing a dynasty startup draft and streaming it, of course, and I misclicked and it was tight in premium, but I did draft Kyle Pitts in the first round of a, of a dynasty startup tight in premium league. Of course, I lost the league. I don't even think that league I'm one league. I did make it to the playoffs one league. I was just like uh, almost dead last. It was like ninth place. But yeah, I, that happened. So, yeah, I right. feel I feel your pain, Kyle Pitts drafters. Mm -hmm. It can only go up, man. They got to throw the ball more next year, right? <laughs> they, they do. They do. The fighting Desmond Ritters, or are they going to draft? Uh, you know, it's funny. One movement that I've seen really being pushed is Lamar Jackson going to Atlanta, um, which would be in freaking saying. If I see another Lamar photoshopped in an Atlanta Falcons jersey, <laughs> I'm going to go freaking nuts. But that would be not great for me as a Saints fan, but uh but yeah it's it's interesting we haven't talked a whole lot uh lamar on here uh lately but that would be absurd that would be an absurd move yeah you, you actually <laughs> got a little bit of uh uptick in lamar just based on rumors i mean this is a great a great case study to look at um you know just to just to show you how how well rumors uh will help move the market and you know, that's kind of the time period we're in man it, it's it's a little free agency trade draft hype cycle, and uh, that's why you're seeing this. I like it. Um, you know, one player I think we're going to be talking more about, and I, this is another one of the college guys. Andy, I, I, want you, I'm, I want you to do a little research on this guy. Bijan Robinson 
is oh yeah i've, I've been talking to derek richard about Bijan wow. in the uh, in the discord like dude <laughs> willing you... to sell is, multiple dude. future picks and stuff for Bijan. tell us about Bijan. well it's crazy like he is the most hyped running back i mean i've in forever and i think it is a little bit different that now that running backs are you know so many teams are smart now not to draft those guys in the first round but man imagine if this guy gets drafted by the bills or some major offense because he is an elite 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 talent but none of these bad teams are going to take a running back early so he is going to be on the back end of a lot of first round mocks and imagine if he let's just say the Eagles say F it or we're we're going all in. Miles Sanders sucked in the Super Bowl. We we want someone that's going to provide us some juice. Dude, Bijan is the most hyped running back I can remember. It is insane. Yeah, uh, look at his leaf exotic mosaic elephant prospect. I don't know if the naming <laughs> of this is right, but Number three out of six here with the stickered uh, Bijan rookie auto there, $75. I like it. Sold transactions. This, this is all February 20th, so this is yesterday. So a lot of auctions. So really, I mean, you could you could argue that his market could go up a lot more, um, you know, especially heading into the draft. If he's a first-round running back, obviously not a lot of first-round running backs drafted these days. So, you know, those guys make waves, especially if they go to like a, a big market or a, a team that's high up in the power rankings. Dude, if he goes to the Bills or or like one of these teams with an elite quarterback, I mean, we, we might be looking at like football card history, what his prices would do. Uh, it, it, I, I think I think landing spot is it could be very advantageous for this guy. And Andy, I don't know if you ever just sat down and watched him. He is one of the funnest watches over a G. Wow. Yeah, I, I watched his highlight uh, film over on Player Profiler. I was quite impressed, man. The vision, the vision is insane uh, with with how he's able to read the defense and then take what get, what they give him and then able to create yards after contact. I mean, it's just. And in his receiving ability, I mean, I saw this guy lay out for some catches. Like, that's a, that's a receiver in a running back's body with running back vision. Like, holy crap, this guy is going to be something special. I mean, it seems like, you know, even from a dynasty fantasy perspective and rookie uh, drafts, non-super flex, he's going to be the clear number one overall pick, like, in rookie drafts. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. We're, we're about to sign off here in just a second. Get your questions in really quickly. Andy, I truly believe this running back class is special, okay? So I bring up Bijan to also bring up a few other names. Zach Evans coming out of Ole Miss, five-star ranking, lots of – there's him coming out of high school was an adventure, okay? Transferred from TCU to Ole Miss, this kid can play. I, I love me some Zach Evans, Okay. Keep an eye out for these three running backs. Zach Evans, Jameer Gibbs coming out of Alabama, right? He was also a guy that transferred into the SEC this year, like Zach Evans, who produced at a high level. Um, both of those guys had to share carries with other really good running backs at their schools, and they still produced really well. And one guy I am higher on market 
than most is a UCLA running back who also transferred from Michigan is a guy by the name of Zach Charbonnet. Um, he's, he's, he's a bigger back. He's got a lot of juice. Um, the only thing I don't like is that he's, he, he has a lot of wear and tear already off the tires, if you will. But I think Zach Charbonnet is a, is a bigger back. Uh, I, I think he, I think he's got some juice to him. I, I really do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think this running back class is going to, is going to be very good. I really do think so. Yeah. I'm really impressed with, uh, how cheap the Zach Evans autos are. And I, I've already looked them up over here on player profile. I'm like, Holy crap. His, uh, like you just uh, mentioned, man, his scouting grade, his 20 yard shuttle score, his speed and burst is impressive. Like this guy, 90th percentile yards per carry. Uh, this is looking and, and like getting a Bowman Chrome first with a little first logo and an auto for seven dollars. Like there's just so much upside there heading into the draft. Zach, yeah, and and Zach, uh, come. I mean, it, it, I can get into his recruiting story. It is absurd, but. I wanted to point that out because obviously Bijan's a better player than this guy, but the disparity is is just insane with some of these Bowman Chrome prices. And Derek has a bunch of other running backs. <laughs> Devon Achain is going. I think that's actually a better play to go look for right now. He's a running back out of Texas A&M. Andy, he ran a ten point zero two one hundred meter, which is Olympic level, right? The Olympic guys are able to break. 10 second 100 meters so to be at 10.02 that's like tyreek level speed so devon wow. Achim coming out of uh uh texas a&m tank bigsby coming out of auburn deuce vaughn uh coming out of kansas state roshan johnson was actually Bijan's uh backup and he was actually a quarterback coming into to texas um we didn't talk much about the uh sean tucker guy coming out of Syracuse, Andy, I am big on the running backs coming into this year. Um, and I understand running backs aren't big in the hobby. We, we talk about it all the time. Trust me, I'm a uh, proud Jeremy Hill uh, collector. But, you know, it, I think there's a few special ones here. Um, yeah. So and they're yeah, great to flip when they're, when they're young. I mean, look at Isaiah yeah. Pacheco. Uh, look what happened to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean – James Cook got some some hype this past season. Brees Hogg had a ton of uh, profit in him. You know, so same thing happened with Javante in 2021. These young running backs, whenever they look like they have the potential to be the next bell cow, because bell cow running back roles are super rare. And if they get that kind of role and then they can uh, execute at a high level like Saquon or any of these other guys, man, their cards can get quite expensive because – I think from a highlight perspective, I think we enjoy as a fan watching running back highlights more than any other position. I don't know what everybody uh, would say out there, but I think from a highlight perspective, it's more enjoyable to watch guys like Barry Sanders and the all-time greats like uh, my Mike Allstott, man. Watch highlights of those guys. It's just, <laughs> dude, it's, there's not anything better than than that for me. So I think there's a lot of... of um, running back PC guys out there. Just look, there's no Devon Achain cards per se. No, no, no Devon Achain. There was no, uh, who was the other guy that I, that I looked up? Zach Charbonnet, uh, no rookie yards from him either. So like, 
I'll probably go to Zach Evans just because looking at comparing him to Bijan, even though it's not a great comparison, but if Bijan's already five, six times more, and I could just get like, anytime you get a five to $10 rookie auto, when the guy doesn't have much supply to begin with, like, and he's not even been drafted yet. And there is potential for him to go towards the back end of the first or the beginning of the second, something interesting, a good team. Like I am definitely taking some shots and on that. Let's go to um, right before we get out of here. William's one of my big power hour LSU guys. And I want you guys to welcome William in. He is brand new to football cards and he's building a pretty nice Jamar Chase uh, collection. Shout out to you, William. Nice. What do you think about Tony Pollard? Can he be a featured back? I love me some Tony Pollard, but he is coming off the injury. I've sold some of my Pollards during the playoffs. Uh, what do you, what are you thinking, Andy? Yeah, I think Tony Pollard is a guy you sell right now, right? Heading into uh, contract contract season. I mean, just coming off the season that he had, he, and with the injury in the playoff game, I think for a running back, the guy is at a peak in prices. And I yeah, love I Tony Pollard. Right. Yeah, you I would know, say he's not way. he's not hit his age apex yet. He's only like not even twenty six. Like he's heading to his age twenty six season. So I still think he's got probably two good years. But that injury was was kind of gnarly. It could take him a year to fully get back to like good Tony Pollard form, like we saw him last year. So you know, uh, from a running back perspective, then that gives me one good year. He could go to a team. He could get moved to a team that's not the Cowboys, and that would just <laughs> you know, so it's like I'm looking at my peak prices in Pollard like right now, really, you know, yeah. um, unfortunately, but that's kind of where I'm where I'm where I'm viewing them, especially if this running back class is so, so deep and they start making waves coming into the league and Pollard's like recovering from an injury. He's going to get kind of left in the dust a little bit. Unfortunately, I hate to say it because I've been such a big investor of him the past couple of years, but I think you got to be on the selling side of Pollard right now instead of the buying side. Well, all right, guys, this was a lot of fun. Um, I'm not going to lie. This was one of our better episodes. I didn't think so because, you know, Andy had some work stuff he had to go take care of. But, <laughs> man, we have got just the best community being built here. Um, we got people coming in, each and every one of you coming in from all around the country, some of you out of the country, which is obviously really cool. Now, we are signing off here, but what I will say is I would recommend checking out Andy's tier maker video from yesterday, over 40 minutes of his solid thoughts on which quarterbacks and running backs and receivers to make a move on. Check it out. It is a very good video. Uh, I watched a bit of it before uh, we got on here. But the best way you could support Andy and the card collecting movement that we are building here. You could join the Patreon. You can also sign up for Card Shop Live. All the links are down below. I appreciate Hector, Derek, Steve. You guys have been in here since the beginning. Chad. Chad was one. Uh, I hope you get those PSA all 44 cards back, Chad, my man. So, Andy, before we get out of here, are there any uh, final thoughts you want, you want to share with the uh, Fantasy Football Card Quest Nation? Man, that's it, man. You did a great job wrapping it up, Carter. Appreciate you guys sticking around. A couple, uh, couple uh, technical issues for me earlier in the stream. Oh, good, <laughs> but, um, yeah, cool. man, I'm cool. looking forward to it. I got some really interesting uh, videos coming out soon. So stick around, and we'll see you guys there. And please 
get in my DMs if you got some patch cards of legendary quarterbacks. I am looking uh, right now to build on my collection back here. Until next week, peace. Peace.